Hello and welcome to Nested Folders, the productivity podcast about being your best, most productive self, at least, you know, as far as you can be. I am Rosemary Orchard and I'm joined, as always, by the wonderful Scotty Jackson. Hey, Scotty. Uh, hi, that's a great qualifier, as much as you can be. That's the that's the, that's where I am today. I am as, as much as I can be. Well, you know, that's just it. And that's what we're going to talk about today. You know how some days you can't just be the most, so you have to be the most that you can be. But before we dive into that, if you're new here, hi, welcome. Welcome to the show. We're very glad to have you. Uh, and we really hope that you enjoy this episode. If you are looking for links to anything that we mention or, you know, more good stuff, then you should check out nestedfolderspodcast.com, which has links to all of our back catalog so that you can go back and listen to previous episodes. We do our best to keep them evergreen, especially at this time of year. Um, so that you can go back and enjoy them at any time. And of course, uh, if you really, really love us, then we do have a bonus unnested option where every month you can get an unnested episode where Scotty and I get a bit more personal and uh, messy, perhaps, uh, is a good way to look at it occasionally because we go unnested and do a bonus episode where we respond to listener challenges and questions um, on, you know, say, for example, our uh, home screens on our devices and how they work or how we specifically set things up in particular apps and go through a very particular workflow. Um, and uh, that's always good fun. So, Scotty, I wanted to talk to you today. I was actually listening to Blondie uh, the other day, uh, you know, because everyone loves a little bit of Blondie. Um, oh. And uh, rainy days and Mondays. Uh, you know, everybody has rainy days and everyone has Mondays and especially at the moment. OK, so as, as we record this, you know, we're, um, you know, heading into the end of the year and the clocks have changed and it's dark. Okay, I am sitting here um, and uh, my curtains are closed. My curtains closed while I was still working in my day job. Uh, I have smart curtains for people not in the know, but, you know, it, it was pitch black outside or, you know, uh, it's been that way for a while. Um, and it's just dark. And even though um, it's, you know, we've theoretically got light earlier in the mornings and so on, you just don't necessarily see all that much of it. And I found, especially with, you know, living in the UK, there's just rain all the time. Um, it's one of those things where this time of year can end up bringing you down quite a bit. Um, and I've been finding some good ways to counteract that and deal with this because I've realized that actually seeing darkness all the time, seeing lots of rain are some of the things that can get me down. And so mm. I am looking at trying to find out what are those things that get me down and make me feel down and, and, and then hold me down. And what are the things that counteract that and flip that? Because then I found that if I can like get that balance right, then I can actually still have a great productive day and feel good about all the things, despite the fact that, you know, it is kind of dark and wet and cold outside. That's, that's the thing. Um, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I often joke that, that we're in the, this time of year where I live, where the sun rises at noon and sets at about four, mm. because that's kind of what it feels like. It's an exaggeration, but I, you know, we're going to, you know, getting my kids off to school and it's still kind of dark. And by the time they've got home and we've settled in, it's starting to get dark again. So yeah really there's a lot of there's there's just there's just a lot of there's just a lot of darkness and that that can be really tricky so i'm i'm glad that we're talking about this but i think that there's also sort of metaphorical days like that too even when the um outside environment isn't you know, deliberately or like literally presenting the world as a little bit darker there are days when it can feel that way it can mm -hmm. it can feel darker and feel tough 
long periods of rain or long periods of strife in some of the relationships you might be having or the kind of work that you're doing or just the kind of way in which you're feeling there can be those sorts of periods so i mm. I, I, I like i like this as a topic to think about how we you know to your point identify what's causing it and then navigate it and try to manage it as best as one one can given the prevailing circumstances yeah and i think it's one of those things that sometimes it can feel a little bit um, you know, uh, negative, perhaps taking the time to think actually what makes me feel bad. Um, you know, like what are the things that, you know, end up making, uh, my day feel and flow, uh, worse. Um, and I think that on the one hand, spending too much time dwelling on, on the negative certainly can have a negative impact on you. Surprise, surprise. But I feel like spending a little bit of time evaluating it and, uh, reviewing it so that you have a, a personal awareness of these things can be immensely helpful um, because it's only when I am actually aware of problems sometimes that I realize that actually there's a solution to it. Uh, but otherwise, I'm very much like sticking my head back under the duvet and just pretending, nope, it's not time to get up for work yet. I am just going to be like here living in my nice little cozy warm hole. Um, you know, a kind of like a maybe not quite a hobbit, uh, but something along those lines. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, but I found like, you know, by taking a little bit of time like every day, just going, OK, cool. What's made me feel good today? What's made me feel not so good today? And doing that as part of a, a reflection. I've been doing that for the last uh, sort of two weeks or so, just, um, you know, Seeing, do the same things come up again um, or similar things? Is there, is there a bit of a theme here? Is there anything in particular that's like worrying me and stressing me out? Or is it, you know, or can I find actually, hey, uh, you know, as much as I find my ballet class, for example, absolutely exhausting. And I find myself before class sometimes go, God, I don't want to go. I feel so much better for the few days after that that it's really obvious that that has a massively positive impact on me, despite the fact that it's cold and dark outside and I may have to go out in the rain to go to it. Um, so, you know, by, by, by doing a little bit of reflection there, I found, you know, these, these are the things that work well and the days where I've been waking up and I've been having like lights turn on automatically in the morning um, when my alarm clock goes off. Those are the days where I've actually found myself feeling more positive as the day has started. So guess what? This is becoming part of the thing that I do now. Um, so that I wake up, I see that, I look at my task list, I pick one of the easy things and I check it off pretty much straight away as I'm just doing whatever it is that I need to do in the morning. And then I'm on a bit of a roll for the day, which helps me feel good to start with and be really productive, which is always nice. That's really good. And, you know, and funny that you should, uh, you know, have opened the whole dialogue talking about listening to music. I think um, putting music in my life is, is really helpful. Uh, in these mm. times I find, and it's funny because I was, I was looking at, you know, in, in preparation for this, I was thinking about, okay, yeah. So having some touchstone anthem songs for me is really helpful because, and then, and then also everybody around me knows they hear one of these songs playing and it's like, okay, either Scotty, daddy is, 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 is in a mood and he's pumping himself up right now. So, but they all, but they all have like this sort of lightweight theme of confrontation in them. So I've got, um, Lose Yourself by Eminem. I've got Enemy by Imagine Dragons and Control by Mono Whales. And those are sort of my three like go-tos of like pump me up and I'm and, and, and I'm ready to go because that that shifts my mood very quickly. So uh, thinking about what you were saying about you know uh, light and curtains and and the effect that that has, um, sound uh, is a really big deal 
uh, in that way for me. I haven't gone nearly as far as what you've been doing with lighting, but I have got um, one of the uh, sort of happy lamps on my mm -hmm. desk now um, that emits the light that is, you know, supposed to trick you into believing that you're outside for a while. And I, I don't, I'm not a hundred that it makes a huge difference, but the fact that I am deliberately doing something to try and manage things makes a difference. So right. I, I, beyond placebo effect, it is me knowing that I am taking action about a thing um, that in itself helps. So whether or not the light does turning it on, the act of turning it on and remembering that, hey, I set this up, that helps. Yes. And I, I think it's one of those things where, um, you know, sometimes even when you uh, know that there are things that are getting you down and, and feeling not great, by feeling like you're doing something to take control of the situation, you can then uh, partially at least flip that narrative. You know, like uh, mm -hmm. when, when you're on the roller coaster, um, you know, closing your eyes or opening your eyes is your choice. You can't stop the roller coaster and get off, especially if you're upside down. Uh, but you have control about whether or not you see what's going on. Um, and so, you know, by by looking at, you know, all of the things that are around, like, I, can I control the weather? Um, well, I, I've seen uh, Despicable Me. Um, and, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've read a large number of these books. And I have considered whether or not I can just, like, tilt the earth a little bit uh to fix the whole like roses in the dark light bulb um you know i've tried moving further south uh that that was okay but i i came back for family and for friends and so on so you know i, I i've tried taking them with me they don't all fit in one suitcase it's very problematic um mm. but um you know I, by by looking at the things that i can control so okay i can't control the lights outside but i can control how much light there is inside and so I'm going to find ways to introduce more lighting of different kinds, which feels more like daylight into my life. And then uh, in the evenings, I have more warm light because, you know, that that's good and helps me sleep or at least helps me feel like I'm, I'm going to be getting ready to sleep. Um, so I've taken, you know, what I can't control outside light, but what I can control and inside light and gone, OK, well, I'm going to do my best to replace that. But similarly, you know, when when you're when you're looking at these things going, okay, right, you know, like today there are a million and one things on my to-do list and I can already see that people are like getting in touch with me going, hey, I'm going to need this, like I need this from you. Uh, this is going to be incoming shortly, FYI, stuff like that. It's like, okay, well, I can't control how many things end up on my task list in total because that's kind of my job. Um, well, some people can just <laughs> delegate it off to somebody else, but I can control what I'm going to do today. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to spend the next 15 minutes ignoring everybody and I'm going to go through and I'm going to process all the stuff that's already on my list and come up with a priority order based on what I uh, can can decide and figure out. And then I'm going to tell everybody who's, who's bugging me for stuff, like, these are the things that I'm doing right now. Like, and like, your thing's on the list, but these are the things I'm doing right now. And this is needed by this person that's needed for that thing, which is stopping all of these other things and so on. I mean, obviously, you don't have to tell everybody what you're doing instead of doing their thing. Um, but, you know, I found that by by flipping it around and going, OK, I'm in charge here. This is what I'm going to do. And I'm doing this, this, this and this. Uh, mm -hmm. Guess what? It, it ends up working out much better because people are like, OK, that's fine. Like, oh, you'll get to my thing tomorrow. And honestly, uh, because I because I always outwardly underestimate, uh, uh, overestimate how long stuff is going to take me, uh, I'll often end up cranking through that stuff faster. But it gives me a little bit of breathing room for the rest of it. So, you know, I try and, uh, you know, look at it because from that perspective, because the other thing is, is when everybody is feeling perhaps down a little bit, um, they often end up like pushing things away, which is OK, providing it doesn't all end up on your plate. 
Mm. Hmm. That's yeah. That and that, that it, safeguarding one's plate is 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 perhaps mission number one. Um, I, I I think that um, as you say, part of that taking control thing for me anyway has been this notion uh, that a friend taught me years ago of the pretend mission. Uh, for me, a lot of what will get me down is, you know, being just sort of cooped up and, you know, just, I, I mean, there's an infinite amount of work, of course, and an infinite amount of content. Like I could sit in my desk chair forever and just still never run out of things to do or stuff to look at or what have you. Um, but breaking out of that cycle and, and moving around is really helpful for me. And so the pretend mission, uh, that's where the pretend mission comes in. The pretend mission is the mission that you must go on, that you must accomplish, except that you really don't really have to. The The point of the mission is the mission. It's not really the, it's not really the objective. So uh, sometimes the pretend mission might be, I absolutely need a Kit Kat in this moment. I don't really, but, but going on the mission to get one from the store, that'll be enough to get me moving. Or, you know what, um, it's going to be, you know, a shopping season for gift giving or there's a birthday coming up or something like that. And I know that a particular store is going to have things on display. I must go there. Of course, I could shop online. Of course, I could. But I, I tell myself that I must go. I must go and see what is there so that I am getting out and about and, and accomplishing this, this thing. So these pretend missions are sort of like these, these sort of false objectives that I give to myself to remind myself sometimes the point is to get up and move around and leave your chair and, and just go out and breathe fresh air and, and see mm -hmm. other people and be in other places and to have other mental models than whatever is going on right now. And so, uh, I think inspiring myself to remember that and to plan those in, particularly in, you know, these, in these, in these dark times, uh, that's a very, that's a very effective, effective thing. And then I, I also find that the um, side effect of that is that it helps me with the pacing of my day. So right. if I, if I force myself into some sort of pretend mission at some point, I'm going to have a pace leading up to that where it's probably like rapid, you know, I need, quick, let me get all this stuff done because I air quote have to go on this mission. And then, um, you know, when I get back, it's probably going to be a little bit of a slower pace. Let me ease myself back into whatever it was I was doing or whatever it is that happens next. So I think that, um, I, I think that combining the idea of, 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 of pacing into my day and, and thinking about the effect of the pretend mission on that is a really powerful combination to help me just sort of be aware of, of what it is that I'm doing and why and how and at what velocity and with what sort of state, because those, those will have a huge effect cumulatively on my mental health and my state of mental well-being. Yes. Um, and you've actually brought up something there, which, um, you know, I, I do, but I didn't realize I was doing until you said it, which is uh, going outside. Um, and this is one of the things where I found that sometimes, especially if you're having uh, a tough day or a tough series of days, you know, there there are certainly some of our listeners, I'm sure, who actually suffer from uh, seasonal affective disorder. Sometimes, um, you know, different times of year require different workflows and processes and systems. Um, and that can also be like a different scheduling for your day. So if usually you would start work at, at, at nine and take like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, half an hour for lunch, uh, and then, you know, bounce back and, you know, you're done at five, um, maybe in winter, as hard as it is actually getting up a bit earlier 
finishing a bit later and then taking a, a lunch break, like an actual lunch break where you stop and you go outside and maybe you walk into town, and you run some of those errands, go on one of your missions, um, for example, mm -hmm. um, could be really good for you. Or uh, something I've just been doing, uh, I realized, uh, guess what? I don't like taking out the recycling in the dark because I have to walk around to the end of the building where, you know, it's mm. dark. Um, and put stuff in a bin in the dark. And it turns out I don't really enjoy doing that. Uh, but you know what? Even if it's raining at lunchtime, it's a lot easier to do because I can see. Uh, so I've been flipping my day around. And every time, uh, you know, I, I take lunch, like the I check uh, my phone um, because I, I hit the I'm taking my lunch break now button, which, you know, does a couple of things for me. Um, and it prompts me to go, hey, check the recycling. Um, and so I check the recycling and go, oh, right, yeah, there's some recycling. Let's take that out. And uh, it turns out that this is actually having multiple positive effects because it also means I don't have an overflowing recycling bin contributing towards potentially a negative feeling of, oh, I really ought to take that out, but I don't want to because it's dark outside. Um, so I found sometimes there's there's two parts to this, uh, you know, making sure that you, you flip your routine around, obviously, where you can. Some people aren't fortunate enough to be able to just flip their, flip their workday around. But even if you can only get outside for two, three minutes at lunchtime, getting outside for a little bit of time is certainly very beneficial um, if, if you can do that, um, regardless of the time of year, I have to say, though, don't get, don't get, uh, um, you know, overheated in summer um, or dehydrated or sunburned, please. Um, but, um, you know, by, by, by doing that, um, you know, I found that, you know, I, I get the benefit of going outside and also because I'm doing like these little chores and errands, I'm actually staying more on top of things that would also contribute towards bringing me down. Um, so there's, there's wins all the way around basically, which is very fortunate for me. And sometimes you just have to find, you know, that, that first domino or one, like you have to find where the dominoes are, you know, it's kind of Alice in Wonderland. Like they're everywhere. You just have to recognize what they look like at the moment, because maybe the, the domino right now looks like a treasure cat, or maybe it looks like the queen of hearts, but you have to figure out what your dominoes look like so that then you can tip that first one. And, and hopefully fingers crossed, uh, avalanche everything in the right way to get the marble going down the run. That's that's absolutely it, and I think it, you you make a good point, right? Not everyone is going to have the agency to be able to flip their whole whole day around. Um, but what I what I encourage everyone to do, because you probably can do this, is be mindful of what tasks you have that are maybe have an element of fun uh, to them, and spread those around where you can. So, for example, you know maybe I have uh, uh, you know uh, time to have a one on one virtual coffee catch up with a workmate. And, you know, the guys is that we need to talk about a project update, but really we're just going to get together and jam for a little bit. And that's great. I mean, in, in the before times when people would go to offices uh, to work, people would chatter all, all, all day. You know, you gather around the water cooler and or walk by someone's desk and you titty chat. And a lot of that, you know, people uh, have lamented to me, oh, a lot of that's gone when you work remotely. And I say, well, I mean, it's gone happening by accident but it's not gone if you take the time to do that on purpose so mm -hmm. be purposeful about that message someone you work with and say hey did you watch that sports event game last night or hey you know that movie that you mentioned a couple weeks ago i checked it out and i really liked it you want to talk about it like or or hey hi how are you <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah. very, very, very basic opening, right? I, I think that making time and room for that is really, really important in part because you're communicating with other human people, which is great. Secondly, you're building up relationships in your workplace, which is beneficial. And thirdly, you are doing something that is fun, which is mm -hmm. important. 
and building in fun into one's workday is, uh, I think, critical um, because otherwise um, you turn into Jack Nicholson, something like that. but I, but to me, that's one. That's one of my most, you know, precious values at work is that I refuse to give up on 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 having fun in all of the things that I do. And yeah, that that means you have to be purposeful about it because a lot of times people around you at work, especially working remotely, um, aren't going to you know fall into fun by accident. You have to kind of make it on purpose. So um, be purposeful about that. Think of the fun tasks, and even if it's not. Um, you know, uh, involving other people. Maybe you've got a fun task of, uh, I need to do some research about this thing. I'm going to do that on YouTube and we're going to do video-based research. That'll be fun. Or yeah. maybe I need to uh, learn about this thing and I'm going to see what podcasts there are about that because that'll be more fun than reading an article. Or, or you know what, maybe I'm just going to put on some um, relaxing music in the background while I work or, or, or ambient sounds while I work. And that will be not necessarily fun, but it'll make me smile in a way that I wouldn't have smiled if those ambient sounds weren't there. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I think, I think that's really important is to think about how do I do things that will generate particular feelings from myself. Yes. And and I think it's one of those things where, um, you know, I found working from home, it's really easy to end up working in silence, um, at least for me. Obviously, this depends mm-hmm. on who you are and everything. But for me, it's really easy because, you know, I'll I'll hop on a huddle with somebody and talk to somebody and, you know, I've got stand up in, in, in the mornings and so on. And then I kind of just forget to hit the play button on music. Um, and um, so, you know, I, I, I did the sensible thing for me, which is that, hey, if my microphone's not being used uh, for the last uh, five minutes, um, then let's, um, you know, throw up a prompt with like a two minute countdown um, and just play music. Uh, it doesn't play it loudly, to be clear. It plays it nice and quietly so that if I am somehow mm-hmm. uh, in a meeting and I miss this notification popping up, um, then it's, it's not going to do that. Uh, it's not going to start playing music for everybody to hear and enjoy. Um, but, you know, I found that that actually is great because that really does massively improve my mood. Similarly, waking up to music in the morning instead of an alarm sound, uh, yeah, turns out improves my mood a lot, uh, because I wake up to fun songs, which change on a regular basis instead of, which, you know, some (laughs) people, some people are fine with this, but guess what? Changing your alarm clock sound can actually improve your mood. And mean that you don't necessarily start the day going, oh, it's dark and it's wet and it's cold mm. and I have to get out of bed and go and do the thing. And I don't want to get out of bed because out of bed is cold and inside of bed is warm um, yes. and, and so on. So, you know, I found sometimes just adjusting slash removing obstacles out of my day and my way uh, makes makes a huge difference. You know, like I'll get up and I don't have to choose what I'm going to wear because I already picked it out yesterday. Uh, and I don't have to figure out what thing I'm going to do first because I already wrote out a, a list of, you know, like quick things I need to add a handle on around the house today um, so that I can, you know, have a look at that while I'm brushing my teeth and just look at the list and sort of internalize it mentally process it and go, mm-hmm, okay, I guess I do need to do laundry because it's on here for like the third day in a row. And at some point I'm going to run out of clothing. Um, mm. But, you know, once, once you've figured out, you know, what, what the things are that can actually get you from feeling not so great about all of the day into much greater about all of the day, then hopefully you can just line everything up and be ready to go. 
That sounds great. And lining everything up and being ready to go is, is a good thing. I, I, I think that the last thing that I would add about that is that I've tried in the spirit of what you just said about removing friction and trying to gain momentum in the morning in particular, is I try and put, I don't, I don't ascribe to that eat your frog thing. Um, because to me, I find that, I find that daunting. I, I start mm-hmm. avoiding work. Yeah. Um, I, I, I prefer to have a task set in the morning that I can look forward to or that I'm, yes. that I'm really pumped about doing um, because then I feel like I have momentum. I, and then to me, I'm, I'm like a um, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe frogs are second sort of, sort of person yeah. because I, I, I know that I do my best work in the front half of the day, in the back half of the day, I, I go kind of brain dead. That's a good time for me to like shred and file and admin and that sort of thing. Um, but so my, my thinking work, my problem solving work, all of that sort of stuff that has to happen in the front half of the day. But if I am dreading it, if it's one that I'm not looking forward to, I have to put something in front of it that is going to get me going. And, you know, whether that's, you know, doing like a daily planning routine, which I have inserted into my day and I, 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 I do that. Um, sometimes that's not enough to like yeah. feel like I'm going. So after that, you know, the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to fill out that form. Um, cause I know it's, it's, it's low stakes and it's got to get done. And then I'll feel like I have some momentum and then I can get onto that frog thing that I've, the, that is not the thing uh, that yeah. I want to do, but it's the thing that I must do. Um, so I think sequencing to, to your point and removing friction. And I think that's a really sensible and really, really thoughtful way of, of, of getting into your day. I like that a lot. Yes. So I have two things to say to, to what you just said there. Firstly, I am the same. Uh, my frog doesn't come first in the day. I, st- I start with the frog's legs. Um, so I'll, I'll start with, you know, the, the other things that need uh, doing, like, you know, I'll make sure that the dishwasher is loaded and running. Uh, I have a tendency to load the dishwasher the night before and I could just hit the go button in the morning because guess what? Then I've run the dishwasher and it was just one button press, but that that's dish is done. Um, and, and that makes my day a lot easier. Um, but you know, I, I tend to save that. And then I, I have stand up in the morning where I talk to my team and everyone says, you know, what, what's going on, what they're stuck on and so on and so forth. Um, and, uh, you know, after that, that's when I'll, I'll, I'll look at doing, you know, like the big thing, because of course, before that I've got like the upcoming interruption of stand up coming. So I don't want to start anything too big because then I have to break my concentration and then re-engage my concentration. So I try and reduce the amount of times I have to do that. Um, but, but I find that uh, that really helps. And, uh, the other thing I just wanted to say is, um, every moment is a new moment. Um, you know, just because like mm. the first part of your day didn't go so great, just because t- like yesterday didn't go great, just because this week or this month hasn't yet gone great. Doesn't mean that you can't start over from this very second. Um, and it's so easy to get into that, that, that slide of, well, you know, I didn't do the thing, so I'm just going to keep not doing the thing. Um, if you keep not doing the thing, you're never going to do the thing. Um, but you have to start from doing the thing as much as you are able to do from this moment in time. Um, you know, whatever that is to help you feel good and, and get stuff done. Um, because otherwise it's, it's just not going to happen. And I've, trust me, I've been there. I've I've done the whole, well, I didn't start doing like things right today. So I'm just not going to like, I'm not going to do anything else. Don't worry about it. Like I'll just, I'll just let today be like an easy day and I'll just relax and I'll start over again tomorrow. Um, tomorrow never comes. <laughs> mm. uh, that's that's the sad truth. You just have to start from this moment and see how good you can how good you can get things to go, 
and fingers crossed you can get things to go great and uh those rainy days and mondays hopefully won't get you down that's right of course it's still got bones otherwise it wouldn't be crunchy yeah exactly exactly <laughs> So in the meantime, thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you're looking for more Nested Folders uh, content, then you can go to nestedfolderspodcast.com to find all of our back catalogue. And if you want extra unnested every month uh, with bonus stickers, if you've not got your stickers yet, uh, they are either on the way or uh, you haven't sent us your address, in which case uh, we will be uh, waiting for that. And then we can send you stickers because we love sending people stickers. And in return Mm -hmm. for those stickers, we would love it if you'd send us challenges and other questions and so on. Regardless of if you are an unnested uh, listener or a nested listener, all listeners are welcome to send us feedback. uh, Inbox at nestedfolderspodcast.com or nestedfolders on Twitter. Um, and of course, uh, you can also talk to people, uh, individuals. Scotty, you exist. Where Where are you? Who are you? What are you? Uh, I, I do exist. All the other existential questions, I just can't. I can't. I can't. Those are frogs. Okay, Try those another sorry. time. Um, uh, I can be found at heyscottyj.com on the internet by the same name on social media platforms, <laughs> including uh, Twitter, Mastodon.social, uh, co host. I'm hedging bets. Fair so. enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, Scotty J. What about you, Rosemary Orchard? What about you? Uh, you can find me over at rosemaryorchard.com, which has links to this podcast and other podcasts, books, etc. Um, and of course, you can also uh, find me on micro.blog and Twitter um, and uh, Mastodon with the usernames Rosemary Orchard. Uh, Mastodon, the current instance is mastodon.social, but don't worry about that too much if you find me there. I am moving, but you'll get moved along with me. Um, so yeah, in the meantime, uh, we look forward to hearing from you and we'll be back soon with another great episode. Goodbye. <laughs>